That's good. Boy, I love it. My garden's going to love it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. All these plants my wife has outside. Shoot. She was saying, go make sure you don't forget the water. Oh, okay, Johnny, you already. We live, sir. Yes, sir. We live from RFK Stadium. Say, <laughs> Man, I used to love that man. I man, I love that thing, man. That was awesome. Brent Musburger used to always say that. All right, what what we got? Has Reggie Wright made it? Yes, he's uh, he's coming in right now. He's coming in right now. Okay, let me just go ahead and share. So we'll be ready to go. Well, welcome, welcome to the National Men's Prayer Call, Men of God. We get so excited every Tuesday and Thursday morning because we get this opportunity to come before you, not only just in prayer, but all, God has blessed us tremendously over the last eight years to be able to bring some of the best speakers worldwide. And we're grateful for these men of God because they take time out of their busy schedule to pour into us. So men of God, we just want to say thank you this morning. Thank you for the opportunity that God you have presented to us here and we don't take it for granted uh, because we know that this day, August the 19th, 2021, this day was not promised, but God made it possible for us to serve him and worship him. So that's what we're gonna do this morning. And men of God, if you could just uh, just bear with us here because we're gonna uh, have a, a rhema word coming up here in a few minutes from one of our administrative team. Uh, this gentleman always, always pour into us and we're so grateful for him. He's such an outstanding uh, young man and uh, you're gonna hear a little bit more coming up about him here in a few minutes here. Uh, but meanwhile, I uh, just wanna say again, thank you uh, for just uh, allowing us to come in your home here and also to let you know that this month, the month of August, our topic is be alert. And as everyone knows, as things has taken place in the world that we're living in now, uh, you have to be alert. Uh, so we just want to say uh, thank you for uh, just bearing with us for this month of, of August on the topic of be alert. And uh, we're going to go now before God here in prayer so we can get this gentleman out of the bullpen because I know he's always equipped and always ready. So let's go before God here in prayer. The God of Abraham the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. This morning, Laura, we want to say thank you. Uh, this day, again, wasn't promised to us, but you've made it possible for us to serve you. And that's what we want to do, Lord, because your word says for us to be able to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness will be added unto us, Lord. So allow us to be obedient to your word. Because your word also says that it will never return void, but it will accomplish. Reggie, unmute yourself. You got muted. You're still muted, sir. To be, 
mm-hmm. those that are working tireless around the clock, Lord, to be able to just serve you, Lord. On uh, Father, we thank you for those, Lord, that uh, just Father, thank you for their for the the effort that they're putting in, Lord, daily, Lord. Thank you for that, Lord. Oh God, we thank you for these frontline workers, Lord. Continue to bless them, God. Give them the strength that they need, Lord, and and bless their families, Lord, because they're so they're concerned about them, Lord, and Father, rightfully so, Lord, but we ask right now, Lord, that they're in your hands. So, Father, we thank you right now this morning. Lord, we thank you this morning, Lord, for each and every man that's represented on the call. They're on this call for one purpose, and that's just to hear a word from you. And we thank you right now that you brought the man of the hour to bring that word. We just thank you right now in advance that you would just cover him right now with the blood of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you right now for him. And Father, we thank you also, Lord, that every need is met according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus, that there's no lack in our household. Uh, thank you for being the provider. You said you were Jehovah Jireh. You were our provider. And Lord, we also thank you because your word says that you're Jehovah Rapha, the God that healeth thee, Lord. And we ask right now, Father, for healing us right now from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. We bind any attack that the enemy try to come against us. The Bible says that there's no weapon formed against us will prosper. So we thank you this morning for that. And Father, I just thank you this morning, Lord, for the praise report that I re- we received that I received last night uh, from Dr. Kenneth Green, Lord. Oh, God, thank you for him. And Father, we just thank you, as he said, Lord, that everything was turned out positive there in his, in, in his MRI. And we thank you for that, Lord. Oh, God, thank you for that. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, as you continue to allow him to get stronger and stronger each and every day, not to give up. <laughs> but continue to just praise you as he's doing. And men of God, I just ask that you just continue to lift up uh, Dr. Kenneth Green as he gets stronger and stronger. <laughs> and Lord, we thank you also for First Lady Green. I ask you about the strength that she needs. So we thank you for them. And Father, also we thank you this morning, Lord, we ask right now that you continue to lift up uh, our brother Reuben Mosley and his family. I ask that you just give them the strength that they need, Lord, through this time, Lord, and and we ask also, Lord, that you give uh, the Barrett family the time, Lord, and the, give them the comfort that they need right now, Lord, that done this time of loss. Only you can provide that comfort and that peace. Oh, God, you are you're an awesome God. And Father, we thank you for that this morning. And Father, we thank you this morning also, Lord, for blessing us with our helpmate. We're so grateful for our helpmate, uh, Father, because the word of God says a house can't stand if it's divided and two cannot together except agree on the word it's the word of god thank you for them and thank you for our offspring lord we thank you for them as they go back to school those who are going to work we ask that you just cover them right now ah oh thank you for each and every school campus just cover it right now ah, cover our students lord allow them to be safe and healthy ah thank you for the administrative team that's pouring into them lord be with them lord oh god we thank you for them this morning and Father, we just thank you right now, Lord, for all that you're doing, all that you've already done for us. We just ask right now, you just flatten the curve. Only you can, man can, but you can. So we thank you this morning for the opportunity. And Lord, we just give you all the praise and all the glory once again. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. And an amen and amen again. Reggie, we thank you for your loyalty and for your, just for your, 
fidelity that you would <clears throat> on a regular basis wake up early in the morning and share. Now, that's no secret that uh, you and I both have that early morning rise syndrome anyway. So we up. So since we up, we want to give God our best fruits in the morning. We're just so grateful that we've been able to come before you for the last eight years and share the power of prayer and personal development. Prayer so that we can be able to just get the ear of God, but personal development so that we can get the heart of God. Because when he sees that we're trying to get better, do better, know better, that we can, be, that we can become better, he's pleased. And by becoming better, we're over we're able to overcome and by overcoming that's what pleases the lord so this is our this is our mission this is our our our, our cause to be able to bring you the power of prayer and personal development the word says that we need to be renewed by the power of our mind and we're just grateful that we're um that, that we're part and you're part of that process with us so this morning in terms of renewing our mind we have a young man that is um that's really just he's part of our administrative staff uh, and he's just one of the greatest storytellers the best storytellers that you're going to find out there he shares a, a, a message in a story that gets you so wrapped up in it that you'll be able to fully understand jesus used parables reggie wright uses stories and these stories are connected so this morning it's our honor to have him share with us what it means to be alert in these times when we can be broke and not woke or we can become woke and no longer be broke. Reggie, it's our honor to bring you on. Are you ready, sir? You're still muted. You got to click the unmute. You're still muted. That might be the story. The silence is the uh, is the is the key. <laughs> you gotta click it. I can't click it from my side for some reason. They got you frozen in, mo in 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 the mute mode. Okay. There you go. Well, hey, well, hey, guys. You know, th this is a and 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 I guess the Bible always says that you are to be ready at all times. I am for whatever reason I totally overlooked that today was my day to uh to be preaching until you started talking about me i'm like oh my god but hey nevertheless you know hey as long as you are a man of god there's always something good to totally but hey in my words if i if somebody put me on the spot and said hey you got to get a give a talk and that's exactly what this will be this morning I totally apologize, but hey, there's always a word from God. But anytime I'm always thinking about being alert, there's just a couple things that always comes to my mind as I think about being alert. And as we look around the world that we're in today, you know, it, it's, it, to me, it becomes very difficult to be alert in a go-go world when our lifestyle is busy. You know, so if, if my this would be this would be point number one to me. If you're going to be alert, you've got to quieten your soul. And I've said this many times before. You 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 you've got to set it down. There's no way you can see what's going on if you're not quiet. My dad once shared a shared a story with me. One time he says, Reggie, 
he says, um, let me tell you this. He says, if you really want to hear the voice, and, and being alert is hearing the voice of God. And so if you really want to hear the voice of God, my daddy told me one time, he said, it goes like this. He says, Reggie, if, if you're really in tune with God and you're really hearing the voice of God, you can be at a very noisy football game and you can hear the utter whisper of the voice of God. And, you know, that really just resonated with me. And I was like, really? In my mind, I didn't say that to him, but, you know, I've always thought about that. Am I so in tune with the voice of God that in the middle of chaos, in the middle of busyness, in the middle of COVID, in the middle of everything that's going on, can I really hear from God? And guys, if we're going to be alert and be and have the sperm and to be alert, we've got to have the sperm and to have the sermon, we've got to hear the voice of God. If not, you're not going to be alert. Things will be, uh, as, as, as Joe was saying, our speaker on, on the other day, as he was saying in playing the card game, when the guys were, were taking his, when he discovered that the guys were taking his card. Guys, we will never, we will never discover what's going on around us. And our cards are get taken every day. So we've got to, we've, we've got to quieten it down. And so what does that look like? You know, I'm, re I'm also reminded of the story of Mary and Martha. I've even shared this before when it talks about quieting down. And we're talking about if I want to be alert, how do I quiet my life down so that I can get that alertness? I'm reminded of that story of Mary and Martha. When, when Jesus was invited to the sisters' homes, and the, and the story goes on to say, and I'm paraphrasing the story, and the story goes on to talk about how Martha was busy making all of the preparations because she had what Jesus as his guest in her home. So she was busying herself with all of the preparations. And what was Mary doing? Mary was just sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to his voice. And so Martha became so angered by what she saw. She went to Jesus and said, Jesus, look at my, look at my sister. I'm busy. I'm, I'm around here making the preparations and doing all these things. And she's basically doing nothing. And, and I love the part when Jesus basically says, Martha, Martha, you're worried over many things. Basically saying what Mary has chosen is the most important thing. And what is that? That is to sit and be still and hear my voice. And so again, I come back and I urge you to us today that if we're going to be alert, we've got to sit it down. We've got to set it down sometimes. I believe that sometimes so many of us, we have too much to say. We're trying to do too much when you can't be alert. It's just like, uh, 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 you know, we're in football season now, so we got to start bringing we got to start somehow bringing football into these conversations. But one of the things I love that uh, uh, you guys are going to start seeing, what does the coach do when he's starting to tell these players, start watching out, man, when you go out there, you, you got to, you got to watch, you got to take, you got to, you got to look at what you're seeing, look at what the, the defense, look at how they're set up. And so what does that quarterback do? <laughs> in the middle of everything that 
clown. He has to do what, and you'll hear a quarterback say that a lot of times. He says, I settled down in the pocket. You know, in the midst of everything that's going on, I had to settle down in the pocket. What did I have to do? What is settling down? That, that's going to allow me to be alert, to see what's going on around me, to see how the defense is, is, is setting up. You know, not just reacting, not just going out there calling plays and reacting, but what? Settling down. Uh, I'm, I love the verse of Psalms 46.10 where it says, what? Be still and know that I am God. Now, what's interesting about that passage, that entire, I think those entire 10 verses, verses 1 through 10, are very interesting because what the psalmist was really talking about, that was during a time where, there, where, the, uh, where, where, the, where uh, the Israelites were in war. And so what the psalmist was saying that even in the midst of war, be still and know that I am God. And so when you think about that in your life, you know, what is the psalmist? I mean, he's saying, I mean, we're in, we are in the middle of war and you're telling me to be still? We're not, we're not by nature. We're not, we're not, we're not thinking of being still if we are in a war. So if the psalmist is saying, be still and know that I'm God in the middle of war, what is that telling us today, man of God? In the middle of everything that we're going to do today, if we're going to be alert, we are going to have to be still. Now, as it's been saying, the enemy comes to it. He wants what? What does he want to do? He wants nothing more than to rob you of being alert by doing what? By keeping you busy, overworked, keeping you posted. Some of us think that the things that we are doing are, are great things, and, and, and some of them are. But I really do think that, they, that one of the, one of the um, enemy's tactics is to keep us busy. Because, man, I'm going to be honest with you. When I'm busy, I'm not like when I'm super busy, I don't even watch the news. And I'm just now, uh, through, through transparency, so I'm just now. Uh, finding out what's all been going on in Afghanistan, uh, what what all has been happening. The other half, I've been so busy lately that I have not even been keeping up with the local news. So what am I doing? So therefore, what am I doing? I'm not being alert as to the situations, as to what is before me. And so I just submit to you today, uh, every every man that's on this call. You know, my, my, uh, my, you know, task to you would be today is to take some time uh, as we even go into the weekend and to reflect, you know, if I'm going to be man of God and if I'm going to be alert, you know, God, what is it that I'm, I'm busy in? And, you know, God, <clears throat> I say this all the time, too. And if you're a guy that's going to be, and especially if other people are depending on you, for counsel, for guidance, guys, we got to be alert because you can't help the people that are depending on you if you're not alert. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna one, one other thing comes to my mind when I talk about being alert and being available for people. I always love the, the relationship that a golfer 
and a caddy has. Man, I love that relationship. Not even a golfer and his coach. Now, a golfer spends a lot of time with his coach before a golf tournament. But a lot of times, when, once that golf tournament starts, you'll see a lot. You'll see a lot of of, of, of talking. If, 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 if the cameras sometimes pan and still, you'll see a lot of last minute instructions between a golfer's coach and the caddy, because the caddy is about to be the guy that's going to go out there with the golfer. The coach's job is done, but he's giving. He's telling the caddy, "Hey, you're the eyes and ears now." You know the game plan. And so when the golfer gets in trouble or if he needs to read, what does he do? Who does he turn to? He turns to his caddy. We're 70 yards out. Are we 72 yards out? Well, that golfer, if that caddy is not alert, he will not be able to assist the properly assist is the guy that is relying on him. So at all times, he has to be alert. Here's another thing that if you're going to be alert, you got to be focused on what's happening. So in the heat of what's going on in that round, that golfer has to be what focused on the task at hand. He can't get caught up in the busyness and the crowd and everything else, the, 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 the aura of what's happening, the bigness of it. He can't. He has to be still. He has to be quiet. He has to be settled in, like I said about that, that quarterback in the, in the midst of everything that's going on. And so I submit to you today, I, I really believe that there are people <clears throat> that are counting on all of us. And so, you know, and I'm just going to say this too, you know, it, it's really sad when somebody, rely, and I've been there and I've been that guy, that somebody has relied on me for counsel or relied on me for something um, to help them in their life. And I simply, you know, I may have given them some good encouragement words, but I knew in my heart, I really wasn't there. I really wasn't alert. I really wasn't in the game because of everything that's happening in my life. And so as I close out this short message, I hope on the whim, guys, that this has really been um, uh, encouraging to you. I hope that I've said something to encourage you to basically, I think that the, the secret sauce to being alert is to eradicate the busyness of your life so that you can see the tactics that the enemy is trying to pull before you. And so guys, that's my message today. And I hope it's been encouragement because uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna close out on one last thing, just one example as I thought about before I close out. I don't know if you guys remember that movie, Shawshank Redemption. Uh, older movie, and I remember the old man that had got released from prison, and when he got released for, from prison, the world had, had just radically changed from the time that, uh, from the time before he had went to prison, and things had become more faster, and if you guys remember, and it's been a while since I've seen that movie, but I just always remember the ending of that movie, that older man uh, he later committed suicide because he couldn't keep up with the, the, the world. Everything has just gotten way more complex and way more busier than what he could even handle. So as a result, he took his life. And so I remember the statement he said that the world 
has just gotten itself a whole lot busier. And I always that that just always stuck in my mind as I pertain as it pertains to busyness. You know, uh, the world is just very, very, very busy. And so, guys, I submit to all of us today that I just say, do some self-reflecting and see, you know, do I have too many layers? Do I have too much stuff on my plate, you know, that's preventing me from, from being that word? When we say being alert, that's also saying be circumspect. Be circumspect. They, uh, the Bible, talk, Paul talks about that over in Ephesians 5, where he talks about be circumspect. And I think that, that uh, Joe brought it up again, 1 Peter 5 and 7, where it says, be alert. The enemy roams around seeking who he may devour. And he's going to devour the guy 10 times out of 10 that is not ready. God always tells us that not being ready is not being alert. God always tells us to be ready. You know, we don't know the day or the hour that he's coming back for us. Well, we'll never be ready if we're not alert. And so, guys, I hope this has been encouraging for you. Slow it down. Put the brakes on it. You know, be there. Be there just waiting. Being alert sometimes is just not having anything to do. And a lot of that's a scary place for a lot of us to not have. And I'm a, by nature, I am a super hyper guy. So to slow down for me is I think I'm not doing that. I think I'm not accomplishing anything. But do know being alert is just being on watch guard. And that's that's just simply what. And you this, you know, uh, 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 watching out for people to pull over, feeding. That's all he's doing. He's just sitting idle, but being alert, watching. And he's going to catch those that are doing what? That are too busy, that are not watching the speeding or gumber like Johnny Mac that's probably always speeding. You know, he's, he's that, those are the guys that he's going to get. Those that are not being alert because they're too busy. So, so that's what Satan does. He quiets himself down so that he can see who's too busy to be alert. So don't let Satan beat you at what we should be doing. I'll turn it back over to you guys at this time. Amen, amen. God bless you, Doc. God bless you. You know, I really got three points that, uh, from your message today. And point number one was stand still. Point number two was stand up. Point number three was stand out. Let's say that again. I got three points from your message today. Point number one was stand still. Point number two was stand up. And point number three was stand out. In the standing still, we definitely have to learn how to trust God and have to, mm-hmm. to put our trust in the one that knows the future, that holds our future. Mm-hmm. And we can't spend so much time trying to in fact, maneuver and manipulate things the way that we want to. We have to trust him and his process. I remember telling somebody, you know, following God's voice is so critical because you could be standing at the foot of a mountain and there's a boulder that's coming at you. You're like, God, there's a boulder. And God said, don't move. You're like, but it's coming at me. He said, don't move. I said, but it got spikes on it. Don't move. But it's on fire. Don't move. And see, we don't know how God is going to do it. And see, God is so creative. He doesn't have to 
you know, to just have the boulder go past us. He could open up a hole right in front of us. He could have it hit a rock and bounce over us. And when he really wants to show out, he can have the boulder hit us and it will break. And that's the way God is. But we have to, we have to be able to stand still and to, and to actually hear his voice and to follow his instruction because that's where we get the victory, but he gets the glory. Mm. Tell people all the time, whatever God does is for our good before his glory. So learning how to stand still, but then to stand up, you know, we talked about the caddy and all of the people that are there that are spectators at a golf tournament, the caddy is the one that's closest to the golfer. The caddy is the one that actually has his ear. The caddy is the one that can provide advice, insight uh, on what it is he needs to do, what, what, um, what golf club he needs to use, you know, his approach, you know, to the swing or, or in fact to the putt. So if the caddy is not alert, if the caddy is not paying attention, then he could cost the golfer the match. And you know, the funny thing about it is when the, when the golfer wins, the caddy wins too, mm -hmm. <laughs> because he gets paid some of the purse as well. So he has he has skin in the game, he has stake in the game. So so standing up and doing what is needed in order to actually get the results that you desire. But then the third point is to stand out. And that is really to make a difference. That's to make a difference. So many of us, you know, we try to fit in, but God made us to stand out. And I know we've heard that said time and time again, but it's not stand out for our glory, it's standing out for his. Is standing out for what we know is right and what's going to ultimately be in fact the best for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the biggest challenges that I think a lot of people really have is that, you know, we can be so, 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 so selfish in our approach to something. And we're not looking at what's the best possible outcome for everybody involved. And so that's how you make a difference because not only do you get through that situation, but in the process, you set an example for those that are watching, you know, those of us who are in leadership, you know, we have people that are watching us. I mean, quite frankly, and I don't care how old you are or how young you are, somebody is watching you. And so just even how you act and how you respond to a situation, it makes a difference as to whether or not somebody can pattern themselves after them so they can use you as an example of this is how you interact and this is how you deal with somebody. So that standing out, it makes a difference because we have an opportunity to influence the next generation, to influence somebody behind us. And if we don't take that responsibility, then we will waste it. We'll waste an opportunity to set an example for somebody else to follow. So although this was an off the cuff message, it still had a bunch, there was a lot of meat on this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of meat on this chicken. And I just want to thank you for, for just your willingness, you know, to just you know, jump in and to actually just provide us, you know, with this meal. Because I know for a fact that, as you can tell, I definitely got a lot out of it. And I'm sure that somebody else did as well. So with that being said, brothers, let's, uh, in fact, let's close in prayer. Father God, we thank you as always for the many blessings you've given us and for everything that you continue to do for us on a daily day basis. God, we appreciate you for just being the God of our salvation, our waymaker, and our strong tower. And Father, we thank you for this reminder of us being alert and being able, Lord God, to just stand still, 
God, to see the salvation of our Lord, but then also, Father God, for us to stand up for what is right and for what we know that you've called and given us to do. But Lord, in the end, we need to stand out as a beacon light to point somebody, because you told us to let our light shine before men that they may see our good works, but give you glory in heaven. God, help us be that light today that points somebody to you. God, give us a mind to, God, encourage somebody, to motivate somebody, to, God, to just share your testimony, what you've done for us with them today. Lord, help us make our boast in you so that the humble may hear thereof and be glad, realizing that, God, if you did it for us, God, you can do it for them. God, I pray for every homeless represented on this call. I pray for everybody that's watching the replay, everybody that's listening to the podcast. Pray for the God that you would just meet them at the point of their need. God, encourage every one of us, Lord, God, to do the things that you've laid to our charge. And Father, we'll be careful to give you the honor, the praise, and the glory. So in Jesus' name, we pray and for his sake. Amen. 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 Good job, Doc. Amen, Reggie. Thanks. Great Thank job. Hey, Reggie, you got me on that. You got me on that caddy deal, brother. You know, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I know what you're saying, man. I tell you, what, yes, sir. that hey. was powerful, brother. You just have to understand yeah. the caddy. The caddy has to be so alert as soon as that golfer meet him in the morning time. I had a friend of mine that was a caddy. He said he has to look him right in the eye and see if he had a good night's sleep or if him and his spouse got into it because he did. He has to club him up or club him down. Just all depends on what kind of mood he's in that morning. So when uh, Sacconi was talking about that, that's so true because, hey, that's that's a tough, tough job is being that, a cat. That is. You have it to is. be alert, man. People don't realize that that's stressful, man. That is stressful. It, it. You have to yes. know their psyche. You have to be the, you're the psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. telling you what I know. I know. I mean, I've, been, yeah. I've seen it when I was at the Masters and I saw those cat, those psych, those uh, coaches there. And I'm looking at them. I say, oh, man, they look at them right in the face. Want to make sure how things went that night. Y'all had a good time with your family and everything. It plays a big part. Man. Yeah. So that was powerful. You have to do that for, eight, that for 18 holes. You have to do that for 18 holes. Oh, no doubt. Hey, that's why, but he was talking about that's a 10% purse you get. That's why Steve, mm -hmm. uh, Tiger, previous caddy, made over $4 million a year. Mm -hmm. yeah. He was alert. Hey, so Tony, <laughs> we're going to have, um, we're gonna have uh, Reggie Wright um, just do it extemporaneous from now on because he was so effective. He was good. Yeah, exactly. He was good. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see y'all on Tuesday. Y'all be blessed and stay alert. Thank, Thank you. Sir. Great message. Appreciate you. All right, now, bro.